All right, jabronis, we're back. Hope everybody had a good weekend or full week, actually. Not a weekend. Man, I really, I really like to start things off right with a stupid comment. Hope everyone had a good week. Real quick. I don't know if you I don't know if you can see this in YouTubeville. Like sporting this big trouble Ben Bishop wrestling tank top. If you don't know who BTBB is, go check him out on, on the Instagrams. He's an up-and-coming wrestler, big guy. He is big trouble, let me tell you. Um, he was one of the wrestlers at that little ACW event we went to in Maryland. Um, wild times, by the way, at the Bowling Alley Lounge. Um, big time up-and-comer. Big things happening for, for big trouble. I'm, I promise you that. He's also affiliated slightly with Barstool Sports Shocker. That's why I like him, probably. A little bit biased there, but uh, go check him out. Big Trouble, if you're listening to this, uh, thanks for the shirt. It was awesome. Awesome event. Anyway, um, that's a good way to kind of lighten the mood. I do have some bad news to, to drop your way right off the bat here. And normally, you know me, I'm just such a positive guy. I don't like to... I don't like to provide nothing you know anything but good news but some some slightly bad news a bit of a hurdle uh in the road to success in the lpds universe but the marine corps marathon the race that i've been training for one of the races i've been training for uh the long one uh that i've been posting all my training watch picks in the story for accountability um that was just canceled today or this week i should say um, they cited, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't make it happen safely and securely or some bullshit like that. I don't necessarily blame the people who put on the Marine Corps marathon, the coordinators, if you will. Um, I have, I have a strong feeling and strong sense that it had to do with the, the political climate being that it's a DC race and, uh, how would, how would the powers that be look if they allow this race to happen? Um, with all these people outside running about enjoying their lives when they're still trying to push doom and gloom on you. So um, I have a feeling there was an outside uh, entity that uh, that's controlling the narrative there. So again, a kind of a hurdle uh, to try to get through. We did a lot of training. We weren't done yet, but we still have the Rocky run. So that's the big thing. We gotta we gotta turn negatives into positives, failures into lessons, negatives into positives. That's what we do here. Okay. We still have the Rocky Run. That's the second week in November, I believe. It's like Veterans Day weekend, November twelfth. Yeah, second week. Um, so we're still we're still pushing forward with that, folks. Okay, you're still gonna see some training run. Uh, watch, pick, update. How you doings? For accountability, Nikki Sticks is still training his ass off for it. They have a plan in place so far that it's going to allow us to run that race. Hopefully, so again, we got to stay stay the course. Negatives into positives, people. It's not all doom and gloom out there in the world. Okay, and this is a perfect example of that. So, shitty about the Marine Corps Marathon. Still hopeful for the Rocky Run. That's the big run with Nikki Sticks. So. Stay tuned for more of that. In the meantime, we'll just roll into it. I know you guys uh, just want to get this over with, so we'll just step into the cage. Okay, let's run.
All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by the New York Post crossword puzzle. Unlike that boring, commie rag New York Times crossword, the New York Post puzzle is sure to actually entertain and educate you each week guaranteed. With subjects ranging from sports to sex positions to weird Guinness World Records, the New York Post puzzle has it all. So if you're trying to spice up your life and learn something in the process, pick up a Sunday edition of The Post today and turn to page 29 where the puzzle is waiting for you, just below the classified ads and above the casual encounters requests. There you have it, a competitor, a worthy competitor to that dusty, stupid New York Times crossword puzzle that seems to be all the rage down here in the D.C. metro area. So go check it out, page 29, good page. All right, the cage fact. This is not so much a fact, it's more like a news report that I actually just received this intelligence from a uh, friend and former colleague, uh, brother-in-arms, really a sister-in-arms, honestly. Uh, She just sent me this article, but Nick Cage was seen in Las Vegas as of two weeks ago. He was in, what was it called? It's called Lowry's Bar and Restaurant, Lowry's Steakhouse, something like that. It's in Las Vegas, um, and he was kicked out of there uh, for apparently being drunk and disorderly inside the facility. Um, at the time of his removal, he was wearing uh, leopard print pants and flip-flops, but most of the time, apparently, he was barefoot, which I don't condone. Now, this is a news update from, I don't know who put it out, the Daily Mail or some not real news source. It's like, you know, celebrity gossip source, which is fine, whatever, Um I did see like the video that they posted attached to the article and I do have questions uh, if I can get if I'm able to find the actual video online it was sent to me on Snapchat and I don't know how to work the Snapchat so I don't know if I can save it and get it on but if I can find it I'll try to po- you know I'll try to put it in the video here but um I, it's something's fishy about this Nick Cage that they that they claim to be Nick Cage he's a lot skinnier um, he has no gray hair. He's not, you know, looking like Nick Cage has in the past year. Uh, I couldn't see the video was blurry, which is another weird thing, by the way. It's 2021. Everybody has a smartphone with incredible camera technology, yet this this video was blurry like it was taken on my father's camcorder that he used to record my beatings with whenever we would go out in public and I would get hit for being bad, for being a dickhead. But blurry video you can't tell he has tattoos all over the place on his arms but in this video you can't tell that there are any tattoos there it's it is blurry so there's no you know it's no way to confirm it but something about the video makes it very much like that sasquatch video that they faked where it's like just blurry enough that you can't confirm anything but just good enough that you can tell that something is there um so i have questions uh, I'll keep you posted. The investigation continues. But according to the Daily Mail, a, you know, a reportedly reputable source, they say Cage was in Vegas and got kicked out for being drunk and disorderly, crushing whiskeys and tequila shots, apparently. So there you go. That's the Cage fact. All right, moving on into the junction. We'll uh, spin the logo up. Um, now, this is, again, we'll call it pseudo-news. This was information reported out into the into the world, the media ether, if you will, 
but I don't know if it was considered news, like real actual news, like a car accident or a cure for cancer or anything real like that. So if you're not tracking this past week, there was an open letter written and signed by 67 celebrities, open letter written to uh, supposedly, quote unquote, world leaders. There was no single like identified human being or entity uh, it was actually addressed to. But this open letter was essentially demanding that we end the pandemic or somebody. They the, these world leaders end the pandemic. OK, now some of these celebrities range from Anne Hathaway, um, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Is that her name? I don't know. Some other some other top I saw on the list. Uh, what's the what's the guy's name? Uh, he played the tiny elf in Elf, and he was in not Lord of the Rings. He was in that other uh, wizard show um, with the dragons on HBO. God damn it, Libretti! What's it called? Game of Thrones. That's what he was. Uh, Tar Targaryen. Look, if you think for a second you're gonna try to dog on me for not knowing uh, Lord of the Rings or whatever it's called Game of Thrones like it's not going to phase me okay I actually watched some of that shit when I was deployed not impressed whatsoever um, so don't don't at me with your you know me dogging dogging on me because I don't know anything about uh, Game of the Rings the little guy what the fuck is his name anyway Peter Dinklage that dude he signed the letter where are we going here, folks? He signed the letter. Some other some other top seemingly top celebrities or celebrities that at one time were considered top and now maybe not so much, which is a little curious, in my opinion. Anyway, so this letter demands that the pandemic be ended. Now, their quote unquote plan of attack, what they said was that there should be they said, you know, you should have a plan to vaccinate 70% of the world essentially by 2022. The majority of all these uh, um, impoverished middle class to lower class nations only have 2% of their populations vaccinated. It's unacceptable. And they're right. That's not that's not good if they're there's not there. The supply is not there for those nations, not that they're refusing it all and I'm not going to get into the political side of the house there, but they don't have the vaccination capabilities in those areas. So that's unacceptable. They said, and you know, I concur, whatever. Then they said, this is the addition to their plan in the letter. Okay. 7 billion doses should be pushed out by the end of the year. So 7 billion additional shots worldwide. And then another 7 billion should be completed by next summer, 2022. So 14 billion doses overall. Now, if you think about the simple math, there's about 7 billion folks on this earth right now. 14 billion doses is uh, a full vax schedule for every for every human being. Very, you know, makes sense what they're looking for in their plan. Now, one thing to note on the, in this letter and in the website that's hosting this, that put out this letter, care. how you doing? There's no mention of any actual plan that these celebrities have put together to fund this sort of endeavor to 
uh, transport these doses to acquire this stuff, get the syringes made, the doses made, get this shit on planes and get them shipped out to the countries, work with each country that needs it so that they can now create their plan of attack to, you know, the logistics side of the house of finding locations that can that can store the vaccine because some of them require that refrigerated uh, storage or whatever. No plan for that. No plan for funding it. There are there is a donation button, though, but there's no mention of how much money has been, you know, donated so far in general. There's no mention of what each celebrity has actually contributed to this besides signing the letter. I'm sure some of them donated money, but there's no mention of it anywhere. And there's no. There's no actual address to anybody. It's just, hey, world, end the pandemic now. Get to 70%. Here's the idea. You go out and conquer. You figure out logistics, funding, making it actually happen, getting people willing and able to take this vaccine all over the world, getting them the access in these remote areas, these third world nations, get them the access to it and make it happen. 2022, that's the deadline. It's like Michael Scott's 45-day, 45-point plan. A point a day. You start with day 45, company saved. Now plan backwards. So summer 2022, 70% of the world is vaxxed. You go forth and conquer. Start now. Spring of 2022, go. Start the plan. Now, initially, I was... I, I was emotionally annoyed by it. The first emotion I got was annoyance and a little anger and bitterness because on the surface, it, this looked like just another bullshit celebrity ploy of like, this is what our contribution is. It's all about, you know, saving face or, or showing that we care or saying that we care so that people think we actually care. So if we sign this letter and we, we do this grand dramatic gesture, because that's what they are. They're all experts in drama. That if we do this gesture, they will people will know we care and that we can we can go to sleep at night and look ourselves in the in our million dollar gold plated mirrors and be like, you made a difference today because you signed this letter. Your name is on something that's positive. And I was like, this sucks. In my head, I'm thinking these pieces of shit think they can get away with doing nothing but claiming that they're doing everything, just like celebrities do. Do nothing, claim the world. Claim success and contribution. And really, they're just running their dick suckers and actually contributing nothing to society with whatever cause or motion or stance that they're taking. The contribution is verbal and not actual. So I was initially angry. But then I started realizing. I started thinking critically, stepping back from the emotions because I don't want to be a hothead. I got to get better at that. I am a hothead. Uh, and I understand that. And I know the first step to recovery is acceptance. Now, I've been on that step for quite some time. So we're, we're doing more like a crawl, walk, run situation with recovery here from being a hothead. But we'll get there, folks. Anyway, so I decided I'm stepping back from the emotions and trying to think about this logically and scientifically even. Now, hear me out here. There is a 
a theory in the scientific community, the smart guys, the real big brains, not the people on TV appointed by the government that say they're steeped in science that are just getting paid to read their their script from the politicians. I'm talking about real scientists that are no shit, big brained, big idea guys and gals out there thinking and theorizing based out of fact, based out of evidence. They're using evidence based uh, stuff, if you will, because I'm not scientific. I don't need to know big words to make theories based on these actual knowns to theorize the unknown. And one of those theories is this infinite universe theory. All right. Follow me here, fellas and ladies. Now, the infinite universe theory is that there are infinite universes around in the cosmos, whatever you want to call it, meaning also there are infinite versions of ourselves, infinite realities, infinite Earths, where, where versions of ourselves exist. Every, you know, a different version of ourselves exists. So maybe on other, you know, in one other universe, other Earth, I am a successful baseball player or I'm six feet tall or I have hair or I'm successful without debt. Any, any of these are possible. That's the theory is based on the knowns of the of science and astrophysics and all the other big time sciencey things that are related to space and the final frontier. They can, they're theorizing about the unknown that there is this infinite universe theory. Now, I'm going to keep walking the dog here, folks. Okay. This is the Libretti theory within the theory, if you will. This is not tinfoil hat stuff. Okay. I'm not saying this is like some conspiracy to take power and control over the people. Nothing like that. This is just a scientific theory uh, within a theory. Excuse me. Let me, let me rephrase that. This is a idiot's theory within a scientific theory. How about that? I'll give myself the credit I really deserve. I'm an idiot. Okay. And that's fine. I get, I know what I am and I'm, I am what I am. I do what I do. So my theory is that we are in a situation where worlds are colliding. The matrix is glitching out. We are crossing streams with one of the alternate earths from the infinite universe theory. So we'll call ourselves Earth One, okay? Because as far as we know, we cannot actually confirm the other Earths out there. So we are number one. And you could call that ego, you call it whatever you want. I just call it simple math. One Earth known, one confirmed Earth. We're Earth One. Now, what I believe to be true. And you could do your own digging and vet this. You know, don't forget, one of the big things we like to preach here is do your own research. Don't just blindly listen to one person's opinion and think that's fact and then move out on that opinion as well or dog on it. Do your own research. Okay, this is just a theory I'm presenting to you to go out and conquer and think about. Okay. So we have crossing streams here. Okay, the matrix binary ones and zeros are now colliding a little bit. And Earth one has a little bit of spillover from Earth 1229, number 1229, whatever. Okay. And what we have here is we have people that are living 
on Earth 1229. Their existence was created on Earth 1229 where they are safe, secure, have all the accesses to every medical treatment known to man on their Earth, all the national security that they could possibly have on their Earth. Everything is is provided to them in this safe, this seemingly more successful Earth. Earth 1229 seems to be more successful and wealthy and happy and safe. So these people have that. They also have the ability to just quickly whip up $14 billion or excuse me, 14 billion syringes worth of a vaccine. And they all seem to have uh, easy transportation methods to fly things out to other parts of Earth 1229 to get stuff out there. Otherwise, there wouldn't they wouldn't think that they could do that to, in, in this Earth. So what I think happened is these people grew up and existed in 1229 Earth. Something happened with the Matrix. Keanu Reeves pulled the plug by accident, did something, and now a, a, a select group of people have now spilled over onto Earth-1. And I also believe that there are probably some, some people out there from Earth-1 that have spilled over into one of the other Earths as well. Okay, this is not just a one a one shot. This is a swap, if you will, an Earth swap, existence swap, alternate reality swap, what have, what have you. So now we have a bunch of people from different walks of life, a different existence altogether on Earth One, living on our Earth, living in our reality. Because in there's no way somebody can grow up on Earth One under the realities of this existence to and, and know what those realities are, what it actually takes to create 14 billion doses of a vaccine within a year, what it, what it takes to fund that, what it takes to transport those safely and securely throughout the entire world, and what it takes to actually provide those vaccines to people, get them access to it, and get them safely and securely vaccinated up to 70%. They know that all that information is there. All you got to do is Google it. In Earth One, we have Google or DuckDuckGo or AltaVista or Ask Jeeves or whatever, whatever search platform you use. We have that here on Earth One. You can look up that stuff and you can do your own digging to see just how realistic or how unrealistic a situation might be for this, for this particular instance you can dig into the nuance of what it would actually take to make that goal happen with the vaccine for, for this COVID vaccine plan that these people have provided to the world leaders. Okay? They have the, the, the ability to do that. They also have staff that can look that up for them. But they didn't do that. Okay, their plan that they pushed out, the very simple plan that they pushed out seems to be all under this assumption that all that shit is readily available and free and easy and somebody else will be able to figure it out. 
in their existence, in their reality, which I believe to be from Earth 1229, in their reality there, that stuff handles itself with ease. And you can look how they live their lives here. Private security. All the riches in the world, everything they want. If they want to fly somewhere, they get their, on their private jets or private helicopters and they just go there. They, there is no, they don't need to worry about commercial flying because on, in their reality, there is no such thing. It's just you. everybody has their own plane, their own mode of transportation, private, immediate transportation. They have all the newest clothes, all the, t- the, the top technology whenever it comes out. They get VIP access to everywhere. They live in this in, in our earth. We are seeing it from the outside looking in into their existence. Their existence is this safety bubble of safety, security, success, happiness, wealth, maybe fake happiness, but still wealth. And this, uh, this, this thought process that they can just write a simple letter and their contribution is now done to better the earth. And I do believe they they're actually think that what they're doing is going to better this world and better the people in it. I really do believe that, that they believe that what they're doing is actually contributing in a positive way. I don't think they're doing it simply for the attention anymore. I really think now that because they're from an alternate reality in a different existence altogether, that they actually think that that's the contribution. Hey, these people, how I don't know why they haven't thought of that. Just create 14 billion doses and we'll just send it out. We'll have people vaccinated by 2022. No problem. We should write this letter to the world leaders so that they can see that too and be like, oh shit, thanks so much for sending this to me, celebrities. I wouldn't have thought of that until just now, until you opened my eyes and made me realize how simple it is. We had the capability right there at our fingertips the whole time in front of our faces. Thank you for this. That's what I believe that they think. And that's because they're from an alternate reality. Just do further digging. Look into it, folks. Get your tinfoil hats on and look into it. Look at how all these celebrities... All these top A-listers in Hollywood, the music industry, the top athletes that also like to run their dick suckers out in public on things not involving sports. They're all, they're all alien to us. They're all from a different existence. It's not because they're, they're looking to create drama and attention on themselves or be actual mean people. They just, they just don't realize that they're not on their earth anymore. And they're trying to fix that for us. They're trying to get us to their level of capability and success. They're really good people at heart. That's what it is. These are good people that found their way over here because of the glitch, because of the, the infinite universe spillover, and they see how hard we're living. And how we have to struggle through our reality of doing things differently, getting things done ourselves, having to work for success and money to put food on the table for our families, having to deal with 
that he, the savagery of commercial air travel, or God forbid, a bus or a train, they see how impoverished we are in both wealth and in happiness and in technology. And they're just trying to better this for us. They're trying to get us to where we should be. And that's where they are currently. And I get it. And I appreciate it. And you guys should appreciate it too. It's not every day you get to realize that we have aliens living on this planet, on Earth One, from the alternate universe of, of, of an infinite amount of alternate universes. This is from Universe 1229 and Earth 1229 in Milky Way Galaxy 1229 finding their way here through spillover, through universe spillover, seeing what's wrong with this world, and instead of just leaving or, or continuing to hide in their safety bubbles that they created for themselves on here, because that's what you got to do. That's a very smart thing they did here. Don't forget that if you haven't, if you haven't noticed already. To sustain life and to survive in austere conditions... Just like what the military does, when we go and we have to fight wars, the first thing we do is we set up base camp, as, you, as the lay person says. You get out there and you set up a stronghold for survival. It's a survival instinct. We all have it, whether you think so or not. Everybody's got the survival instinct, even these super successful aliens coming from 1229 Earth. So that's what they did. They came here through Hollywood, through the Hollywood portal. And they set up their base camp, their stronghold, their safety net of gated communities, giant protected mansions with security details and cameras and dogs and armed guards everywhere. Because it's a survival instinct. You got to understand that. Okay? It's not for them. It's not because they're hypocrites. They're just trying to survive so that if they can't survive, they can't help us. It's not for it's not for them. It's for us. And they saw that they were thinking two, three steps ahead because they're just so advanced in 1229 Earth that they were just doing that for us. So you got to understand that here, folks. So they built this stronghold. OK, so that they could survive and now they can regroup, come together. Now that we're safe and secure, we have all this time and ability to, to put our heads together to figure out. In each situation in, in life and in politics and in, in history, how we can provide the help that the rest of this, this world needs to get up to speed to where we are. So that they can they can see how just just how happy and successful and how, how much better things can be in their lives. We have to do this. We owe this to them. They're making the sacrifice. They could have easily gone back into the portal, back to Earth 1229. Safe and secure where everybody's already like that. It's the utopia. But they didn't, okay? They're sacrificing that for the greater good of this country, for us, because they know that helping others is really the way. They're really following the big three, if you think about it, just being good people. And you can go back in history to see how they've done this. Marlon Brando. When he won an Oscar, was nominated, he was given a speech talking about some, some sort of injustice going on with a Native American chief that he knew. 
bringing that to light. That was back in, I don't know, 60s, 70s. I don't know how long ago that was, maybe 80s. I don't remember, but he was doing that. You have all the all the other elites during awards shows, giving their political opinions. They're making videos. Bob De Niro made a, a touching, gripping video talking about how he wants to punch Emperor Trump in the mouth because he's a bully and Bob De Niro doesn't like bullies. That wasn't for attention and for, for drama and to get eyes on Bob De Niro. That was because he, he knew we need a better way to deal with bullies. And he was going to be the one to help. He plays bullies in movies all the time. He knows how to do it. And he's trying to gift us with that knowledge and ability. Then you have the song that Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, is that how you pronounce her name? She's a stone cold fox, by the way. I take her right to dinner. But she sets up this video of people singing the Imagine song, not the Imagine Dragons, the, the Beatles version. Because they knew at this moment, it's not about us getting attention and getting uh, recognition for fake contributions. We need to uplift the spirits of the people in these tough times of pandemic. So we're going to sing this song and get you guys spirited. We're going to show you that we're here in our strongholds of safety and security and wealth. And we're constantly doing things and talking about things to better you guys. Don't worry. We are here to save you. And then they did it again with more videos of apologizing for something. It was black and white. It was touching. They read a beautiful script on the television to talk about injustices and how they're tired of it. And they're going to let you know that they're tired of it. And it was much appreciated. And it actually helped with the injustice. Have you seen injustices since then? Because I sure haven't. And now they're doing it here again. They are tired of this pandemic wreaking havoc on the world. And we all are. And because they're in a position to do it, to actually help and contribute, and they have this idea, this futuristic idea, essentially, from their reality, they have to gift it to us. They feel obligated to gift it to us because that's the kind of people they are. They're kind, they're sacrificing, they're grateful, and they want to help better us. So they're gifting that to us. Here is the idea. I don't want credit for it. My name is on this letter. I have, there's no other contribution but my name on this letter. And I'm sure in social media posts about how I signed this letter. But I don't want recognition. It's for you, world leaders. Take it and run with it. You can take the credit. You could take it all. We just want the safety and security of the world. That's all we want. Take it. And if, you, and if you can't get behind that, folks, I really don't know what you can't get behind anymore because that is one of the most humbling, uh, grateful, sacrificial things that, you, that I've seen in the last six months. It's incredible the kindness and generosity and, and the thought that these celebrities have for us, that they're they were just so willing to, to write this letter to help solve the problem. But now I'm an idiot. We all know this. This is well-documented, my stupidity and, and, and dumbness. 
if you will. I would have never in a million years thought to just get vaccines out to 70% of the world to get like a sort of a herd immunity situation. I would have never thought of that. I'm, I'm like, so I, I'm, I'm more than grateful. Big three, number three, I'm grateful that these 67 wildly successful, totally on top of their game celebrities were able to, to think of this idea for us. Somebody had to. It wasn't going to be idiots like me or anybody in my stupid, dumb family. It, was, it had to be them. They had to come from their reality to present that to us. Otherwise, who knows how we would have gotten to that, this conclusion? Who knows if we would have ever solved the problem without that? So I'm asking you as a grateful, as a grateful junction, as stewards of the big three and the LPDS universe here on Earth One, don't get mad at them. Don't be annoyed that they did this, that it was like a publicity stunt only. Don't be angry at them for just trying to hoard attention and create drama and fake accolades for themselves because they're attention whores. Don't do that. Look past that. Do what we, what we teach and preach here in the LPDS to critically analyze, get the cogs in the wheel going, step back from the emotion, and think about the actual reality of the situation, the facts and the evidence of the situation. And the facts are pretty clear. They are from an alternate reality, a different existence altogether that somehow went through a Hollywood celebrity black hole portal to Earth One from their Earth, from their existence. And instead of bitching and moaning about it, they're trying to help us out. And this is just one of the other things that they're doing to help us out. And you got to tip your hat. You got to be grateful. And as we talk about gratitude in the big three, we might as well just talk and go over the big three to remind you why it's so important for these specific reasons, okay? Number one, exercise every day helps you physically, mentally, emotionally. Helps you get healthy in all those aspects. Find a way to do it. It's tough, but find a way to do it every day. Something little, even if it's just a tiny bit of exercise. Do it, you'll feel better. You'll kickstart. You'll kick the snowball down the hill. It'll gain speed and momentum. The next thing you know, you're looking like... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Number two, the hardest one, don't be a shitty person. It's very easy to look at these celebrities with this open letter and all the other stuff that they've done in the past and assume the worst and assume the most selfish, self-aggrandizing publicity stunts with these people and this then shit on, shitting on them on the internets. Because to you, they're just... Instagram handles or Twitter handles. They're not people, but they are people. That is the thing we have to try to realize. Everybody you trash on in a serious way that you have an emotionally angry feeling towards where you don't like this person and you want to shit on them, they are still a person. That's what we're trying to get people to understand. 
They're a person who used to be a child, who used to be innocent and happy-go-lucky, and something went wrong along the way. Now they're hated, or they're a bad person, or whatever it is. And think about also what you get out of that. What do you get out personally from being a shitty person to somebody else on the internet, or even in person, even in real life? What do you get out of that? If you get nothing out of it but stress and, and depression and, and more anger, that's a sign to probably change your ways. If you get happiness and dopamine rushes and endorphin rushes and you get happy and pleased and pat yourself on the back for it, that's also an indicator that you should probably change your ways. You should not be feeling good about being an asshole to somebody. That's just a tip. You can take it for what it's worth. But you shouldn't feel good and happy and accomplished by being a shitty person and doing that little gotcha jab to somebody on the Internet. We're in real life. Okay. And number three, the most important one, be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good in your lives. Whether it's the roof over your head, you got food, you got running water, you got toilet, you have family, you have friends. Even if you have one person in your life that cares about you, even a little bit, that's awesome. There are enough people in this world that don't have any of that. So think about that and be grateful for the good you have in your lives. Be grateful for the fact that we just happen to be the earth that experienced this infinite universe spillage. And we have these aliens from this alternate existence here to help us. Don't be mad about it. Don't be angry and bitter and think that they're, they're only here for themselves. They're not. They're only here for us. They could have gone home. They could have gone back through the portal if they wanted to. But they chose to stay for us. So be grateful for that. Understand that. Think about the good in things and appreciate it and be grateful for it. What did I say in the beginning? Turn negative into positive. Failures into lessons, negative into positive, and the good will spread. The good is contagious. And that's all I got for today, guys and gals. Thank you for listening. Big things coming, by the way. Real before we go, I know I've been saying it, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Big things coming, bigger than big trouble. Ben Bishop, big. Okay, very excited for this stuff to happen. You'll see it in the next, hopefully, the next couple weeks. But stay tuned. Very excited for it. Very excited for it, and you will be too. Thank you guys again. Don't forget to tell your friends and enemies about this. Like and subscribe. Spread the good word. I love you all. Stay strong.